0: Here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Another freaking weekend in the books. Did you hook up with anyone? I ask because almost a year ago today, Roe v. Wade, the federal ruling protecting abortion access, was overturned. And since then, we've seen an all-out legislative effort to ban abortion in Utah and increased uncertainty about access to all kinds of reproductive health care. Which, yeah, this time last year, I had a hunch would influence the way Salt Lakers were thinking about sex. So I took to the Main Street bar scene on a Saturday night and I asked them. This episode is explicit. And it also was just awarded a prize by the Utah Society of Professional Journalists. Buckle in. It's Tuesday, June 20th. I'm Ali Viarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. You should know right off the bat that almost everyone I approached was receptive to chatting. And while I worried they would think asking about their sex life post-Roe was a little too personal, they did not. We begin at Alibi Bar and Place at a corner table on the patio. Are you
1: recording now? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's make Just sure now. The red light's on. Yeah. Okay, great. Are you going out differently in a world where you maybe can't get an abortion? One of the most devastating things that I feel like doesn't get talked about with Roe v. Wade is sexual, just joy and fulfillment for women. And to, I'm devastated to have to worry about that on a different level now. I mean, I was in, I was religious, I was in a long marriage, and um, later in life have been exploring myself sexually in ways that I never did before. And I cannot, I wept. I wept the first time I had really amazing sex. I just didn't fully understand how empowering and how joyful sex could be for women. Yeah. If you went home with someone and they
0: told you you had a vasectomy, they had a vasectomy, would you believe them? I have made a habit of getting to know people. Yeah. So yeah, I would at right. this point, but um, that's due to habit. With that insight, I left Alibi and turned the corner to Twist, where I started chatting with two 20-somethings waiting for their Uber. The fact that Roe versus Wade was overturned, Bro, abortion. I'm not is fuck that. Equality. Right. Is it changing how you're going out? Uh, I it's changing
1: how I'm having sex. It is meaning I'm not having sex anymore.
0: You're not having <laughs> sex
1: anymore at all.
2: I'm not gonna let the Republicans tell me what to do with my body. Um, so I am still having sex, but I just, like, I literally made an alarm on my phone for my birth control now, and, like, I know so many people who are just so scared because, like, my friend's first time having sex, her condom broke. Mm -hmm. And so, like, plan B, everyone's worried that it's going to be taken off the shelves because people are going to panic and afford it, you know?
0: Yeah. Can I ask you a question? If you went home with a guy tonight and he told you he had a vasectomy, Mm -hmm. would you believe him? No. No. That's too so much of a risk. <laughs> and they have the no choice of how scary it is for us.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. it's an 18-year punishment. It's a huge financial burden. And not to mention, it's torture to carry a child and go through giving birth when you don't want it.
0: Right. Like, there's no right.
2: reward on the other side.
0: For you. Right. And okay, your Uber's here. You so, so nice much. to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> I left Twist, popped down to the green pig, and ran into these two guys outside. One of them was pretty shy. But the other... Was candid. Is it changing how you're going out, like how you're hooking up, how you're going out, how you're partying?
3: Um, no, I'm still, I'm still wearing protection. <laughs> yeah, using no, it still, using it. I'm still everything's hey, yeah. still or the same. Plan B. Yeah.
0: Plan B. Is yeah. that your plan?
3: I mean, I wear protection, you know I me, mean? but yeah, I think it's kind of the same. To be honest, like, like the first days, it was a little bit on the news. Like it was kind of like, you know, like oh man. But then after, like, after the next day, it's like oh, you know, back to Back to the routine. Back to normal. uh, Back to normal. That's the way I feel like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. To be honest.
0: Are you hearing that from women that you know? Like, are they still talking about it?
3: No, I don't think so. No? Not really. Like, I think it's more brought up in between women than it is between guys though. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. Just paces away, a crew of about eight people were hanging out and making plans. I got in the mix and uh, they wanted to vent. Roe v. Wade has been overturned. Oh, fuck that shit. No. Oh, fuck that
3: shit. Is it
0: changing how you're going out? Yeah. I don't, I'm celibate.
3: Yeah. Okay. And I am going to only girls, you know? Before that, I was I was on guys too. Now, uh-uh. I'm not getting pregnant. I'm not having kids. And if I do, I'm going to California. You know? What do you think sex is for? It's It's
2: really for pleasure, and it's just to feel good, and it's a part of a human right. anatomy, and it's like... To not have control over my bodily autonomy is like so,
0: so crazy. Do you sleep with men? Yeah. Yeah. If you went home with one tonight and he told
1: you he had a vasectomy, would you believe him? Oh. I would tell you. Show me your medical record.
0: Yeah, literally.
2: Bitch. No, literally. because I've had I've had friends that said, "Oh, go to a bar, say I have a vasectomy, and you're literally set with the girls that all come crawling to you." Just because after this Roe v. Wade overturn, I've heard men joke about how, oh you know what the best pickup line is? I have a vasectomy. Like, come, come. you feel like, that's
0: not a line, bro. Like, it's, this is some serious,
2: real shit for people.
0: Like, yeah. It's not, it's, it's not a joke. It's not right. funny. Just, I can't help but notice, though, when we started chatting about this, all your guy friends left.
2: <laughs> they are, like, very... They're supportive, but it's also something that they don't understand, so they don't like to talk on it. And so it's very much, like, an uncomfortable situation for them to speak on because they do support, but it's, like, they don't have they're also very they're republican and they are from utah and it's hard for utah men to i feel like sympathize Or, i have one friend that is out of town or he would be here with us and he probably would have said then don't have sex mm-hmm. then don't why are you having sex right sorry then why are you having sex like yeah. what Literally, if you're on a kid, you kid you're C. you're yeah. plan you are the one and, and no one is so having mandatory response response. vasectomies no one's, no one's enforcing that, so why are you telling me what I can and can't do with having, like, with my body? It's so crazy. It's so, so one-sided, and it's like the Supreme Court. You kidding me? They get to are you kidding me? Lives. These five, whatever, fucking people are getting to decide what I get to do with my body yeah. and they're losing it crazy in ass Utah disgusting for no separation of church and state. Sorry, LDS ran state. There's no separation. It's like they get to, for the longest time, it was like the beer percentage. We were the yeah, only state for a long time stores. that only did 3.2 and now we're up to five because people weren't going to distribute to Utah. Now we're up to five and we're scared to go out and get drunk. (laughs) And now I don't want to get drunk and fuck people! That's right. What? Yeah, it's like literally I'm
3: scared to live my life. Fuck this state, fuck this country, fuck being alive. I hate it here and I wish I was aborted.
0: The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th, and this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court, and this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. and be one in a class of nineteen, not a hundred. Whew. Okay, welcome back. We are on Main Street outside Bodega. I met a crew of three ladies and someone playing a very loud electric didgeridoo, so I do apologize for that. You Good hooking point. up?
1: You going out? What's what's your calculus? You start. Not not trying to hook up with anybody. Not that's not the goal at this point. Mm-hmm. Like Dick is scary. Stay away. <laughs> like, I don't want it.
0: <laughs> so if you went home with someone tonight, a, a man, and they told you they had a vasectomy, would you believe them? Why would you believe anything I a man would man? not.
1: I would not. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs>
0: are you no, talking about abortion with men in your life often? Like, are they bringing it up? Yes. Well, I, I talk to everybody yeah. about it okay. because I'm annoying. We're bringing it up. Yeah. You're bringing, We're
1: bringing it, up. it up. I'm not saying And they're about concerned.
3: It. But... We're still doing the work. We're still the ones getting IUDs. We're still the ones going through incredibly painful, inconvenient birth
1: control. Like, yeah, my you're kind of in an abstinent not. state of mind. Do you think that's going to change? or? I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm in an abstinent state of mind, but I am in a, like, more, like, maybe less More cautious less. state of mind. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know, I'm not in a one-night-stand state of mind right now. Yeah. Like, I am in a, let's vet this and see what happens, like... I'll go on a couple of dates with you, and then we can see. But I'm not like, yeah, if I see a hot guy at a bar tonight, I'm not going to be like, I want to take you home. Ah, yeah. so, and about to get my IUD probably redone. I still have another year, but I feel like it's time. Yeah, heck, why not? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> might as well. Let's just go through that pain again. Okay, this is the home stretch of our lap. I'm outside Junior's, and I meet a really lovely bartender who just got off work at Whiskey Street. And she tells me... She's noticing a tone shift.
3: Such a different experience now that this has happened. Yeah, even when men come up to me, it's just hard. It's hard not to like think about it. You know? Yeah. Just the way they present themselves too. It's it's definitely like a different, it's a different world for sure. How do they present themselves to you? I mean, I feel like men always have this same sort of uh, shtick when they come up to me. You know, like the how are you and like going? I'd love to know more about you. I'd love for you to come over and it's just like not as appealing anymore. (laughs) You know? The men that I've seen around the street are just like so oblivious to what's going on. Mm. Especially, weirdly, you would think, I mean, I work at Whiskey Street right there and right when Roe versus Wade was overturned, it was only men at the bar. It was Mm. only men and they were all having a good time and it was just so weird to be around such a comfortable area for them when for me in the back of my head I'm thinking like they don't even know what's going on they don't know what I'm thinking they don't know what I'm feeling it's such a huge thing
0: this is our final turn we are outside the jackalope on state street and I meet someone who is polyamorous which means she's in a relationship with multiple partners at the same time can I ask what kind of conversations
1: you're having with your partners because like you're polyamorous none I don't know how to have those conversations huh um, because it's hard to set boundaries for myself and my body when I also want to have fun but you have to be the person 100 like I feel like 90% of the time like it's the like female body that's the person that is like has to take the preventative measures, and has to look out for themselves, and make sure that they're doing what they can to provide the most convenient experience for the other person. And yeah, that kind of sucks, but it it is what it is. And um, I would just really fucking hope that if something happened and I did get pregnant, like I should be able to continue my life and whatever that looks like. And I don't even know what that looks like yet. Sure. What do you think sex is for? It's, it's liberation, and it's connecting with somebody else, but also connecting with yourself on a level that is unexplainable in a lot of other facets of the world. And to be able to share that in an absolutely vulnerable way with somebody is really beautiful and that's why i like sex yeah. <laughs> do you feel that that's limited now yeah yeah absolutely but you know i just gotta be the warrior that i <laughs> am day to day and take the fucking blows yeah like how it is
0: That was a time capsule, wasn't it? Now I want to hear from you on this issue. How has the past year of abortion laws and debate changed the way you have sex? Did you hear yourself in these voices or are you on a different page? Give me a call at 801-203-0137. You can also text me 801-203-0137 and it can be totally anonymous, but I would love to hear from you. And you should know that abortion is still legal in Utah up to 18 weeks of pregnancy, as the various laws that have been passed to further restrict that practice are all tied up in court. But right now, the only abortion clinics available to Utahns are in Salt Lake. The one in Logan recently closed due to staffing shortages, reports the Salt Lake Tribune. The Logan Planned Parenthood location served over 2,000 patients last year. And keep in mind, this clinic is 20 minutes from the Idaho border, Idaho being a state with one of the strictest abortion bans in the country. Now, the Logan Planned Parenthood clinic is hoping to reopen in August of this year. But according to reporting from Utah Business, the staffing crisis around reproductive health care is not going to wane anytime soon. Our state is already in a general healthcare workforce shortage, and now we're on track to be short 200 OBGYNs by 2030. One of the reasons for the shortage of reproductive healthcare providers is strict laws and government interference in patient care. It's scaring away out-of-state physicians, they report, who might otherwise apply for residencies in Utah. That is all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Don't forget to call me, 801-203-0137. I'm serious. I want to know how you're thinking about sex these days. We will be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city.
1: Bye.